Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today, guys, I want to talk to you about the importance of making sure that you are getting rest and that you are sleeping well. I've been talking about this for a couple of weeks now, but our energy is shifting. And some of you may notice that in the afternoon, all of a sudden, your energy just leaves your body. It's like you just all of a sudden feel like you need to lay on the floor and go to sleep. At least that's the way I've been feeling. And I've been in some other groups with other um, empaths, and we were all talking about the same thing. It's like, what happened to my energy? And for me, it was like around four o'clock. I just zapped. My energy was gone. And I was talking to my family the other day and I was telling them, you know what? I haven't gotten a good night's sleep and I can't tell you how long. And I just assumed for me that it was all of this stuff going on in my own personal life, you know, just dealing with what happened with my ex and with my mom and all of these things. I thought, you know, this is, it's all weighing on me and that's why I can't sleep. But the more research I've been doing, the more I think really it's just what's going on energetically. Because I'll wake up at three o'clock in the morning with a sudden burst of an idea like, oh, I need to, I should do this, I should do that, you know, I should write this down. And then I have to, you know how it is, you can't get it out of your brain. You can't go back to sleep until it's not in your brain anymore. So I have to get up and write it down so I don't forget. I've actually gotten up in the middle of the night before and recorded podcasts because it was like I just had a flood of ideas and the universe was like, you've got to do this. You've got to get this idea out. You've got to get this message to people. And I could not sleep. And I knew I wasn't going to go back to sleep until I got that idea out. So I just got up, grabbed my podcasting stuff and recorded the podcast. And then I was able to go back to sleep. So I feel like I've been getting like creative bursts in the middle of the night. I don't know if anyone else is feeling that. And also... The other thing is my dreams have been so totally wacky and off the wall. And last night I had a dream about a few departed loved ones and it was so real and they were telling me things and I really feel like I was getting messages from people and I woke up and felt like this huge shift of energy. Like I just felt it in my whole body. I was like, all right, what is this? So I just have been waking up to just different, weird, strange, random things that I'm like, what is going on? So I have not been getting very good sleep. And so I've been asking my team, hey guys, can we do this during the day and not in the middle of the night when I'm trying to get some sleep? So if you're like me, maybe you've had a lot of interesting things going on too or have felt bursts of energy or just have felt like you haven't been getting very good sleep. So today I thought I would talk to you about why is sleep important anyway? What is the importance of it? And how can you get better sleep? And what can you do to really help rest and rejuvenate? Because I feel like it's so important right now. And I think one of the reasons that we're really being given this message, rest, because I've been given this message over and over again. And when I reflected and did my meditation, I was like, what do people need to hear about? Rest, rest, rest. That's what I heard. I feel like we're being told now we need to rest because something big is about to happen, like a huge shift. And so we're, we're needing to conserve our energy and really 
rest in order to see what's about to happen. And I feel it's going to be a very exciting, good thing. It's like we're leaving the past in the past and we're about to live our absolute best lives. We're going to be living the best versions of ourselves because cool and exciting things are going to come in and start happening for all of us. At least that's what I'm claiming. So in order for that to happen, we really need to rest. So what is the importance of sleep? We've all heard that, right? Our whole lives like, oh, you need to get plenty of sleep. But why do we need to get plenty of sleep? So let's just go over that really quickly. So sleep is an important, um, it's an important factor to a number of brain functions, including how nerve cells or neurons communicate with each other. Your brain actually stays pretty active while you sleep. And your sleep is actually kind of playing a housekeeping role that involves removing toxins in your brain that build up while you're awake. So that's kind of interesting. So while the brain is doing a lot of different things while we are sleeping, there are actually different stages of sleep. And here's what I think is a problem for many of us is that we go into stage one or stage two, which is when you first go to sleep. So stage one is the changeover from being awake to falling asleep. And during this very short period of time, usually several minutes, your, uh, your, heart bra- your heartbeat, breathing, and your eye movements slow down, and then your muscles begin to relax. And sometimes you feel that occasional twitch in your muscle when you're first falling asleep. And your brain waves begin to slow from their daytime waking patterns. That's stage one. And then in stage two, This is a period of light sleep before you enter that deeper sleep. Your heart rate and your breathing slow down, your muscles relax even more, your body temperature drops and your eye movements stop. Brainwave activity slows, but it's marked by brief bursts of electrical energy. You spend more of your repeated sleep cycles in stage two than in any other sleep stage. Stage three, is the long period of deep sleep that you need to feel refreshed in the morning. It occurs in longer periods during half of the night. Your heartbeat and breathing slow to their lowest levels during this sleep. Your muscles are relaxed and it may be very difficult to wake you. Brain waves become even slower. And the final stage is the REM sleep, R-E-M, which is rapid eye movement. That occurs about 90 minutes after falling asleep. Your eyes move rapidly from one side to another behind closed eyelids. Mixed frequency brainwave activity becomes closer to that seen in wakefulness. Your breathing becomes faster and irregular, and your heart rate and blood pressure increase to near waking levels. Most of your dreaming occurs during the REM sleep. Although you can have dreaming in other stages, most of it will occur in this stage. Your arm and leg muscles become temporarily paralyzed, which present, that was what prevents you from acting out in your dreams, which is probably why sometimes when we have those dreams where we're running and we can't move, like we're trying to run and we can't, it's because our legs and arms are actually paralyzed during this stage of sleep. As you age, you sleep less of your time in REM sleep. 
memory consolidation most likely requires both REM and non-REM sleep. So a lot of times I think what happens is that we spend our time more in that stage one sleep or stage two where you're just falling asleep. So you're not in that deep sleep. You're not in the paralyzed leg and arms type of sleep. And then you're easily able to wake up. So I think a lot of things wake us up when we're in those stage one or stage two, which is why if you have a lot of things going on, it may be easier for you to not get as like you don't get a good night's sleep because you're constantly waking up. And that can be super frustrating. And if you don't have the right amount of sleep or you don't have enough of the stage three or REM sleep, then you don't feel like you were rested. You feel you wake up and you feel like you didn't have any sleep at all and you feel really tired and kind of you feel just blah the next day because it's like you didn't even sleep at all. So it is important for you to get a good night's sleep. So a lot of sleeping, really what it does is it helps that brain to release those toxins from the day. So if you're not getting the sleep, you can see that that's going to be a problem for you. And everybody, there's an argument of like, how much sleep should we get? And they say really it depends from person to person. And of course, we know when babies are born, they spend most of their day sleeping, 16 to 18 hours a day, actually. School-age children usually need about nine and a half to 10 hours of sleep, and adults need seven to nine hours sleep. So that's the interesting thing, because the ideal amount is seven to nine, but if I said to you, how many hours of really good sleep do you get at night, I would bet that most of us out there would say that we don't get that much sleep at night. And I think there are a few reasons why. So after the age of 60, nighttime sleep tends to be shorter, lighter, and interrupted by multiple awakenings. I would say that maybe even before 60 that occurs. So what can you do? We know it's important that you need sleep, that you're going to feel groggy and out of it if you don't have a good amount of sleep at night. So what can you do to help increase your chances of getting better sleep. Now, here's a tip that my pediatrician gave to my daughter when she was probably 14. And I never thought about it before, really. But she said, you need to be off of your devices, like your iPhone and your iPad and your laptop. You need to be off of those, and even TV, a good half hour before you go to sleep. Because what happens is your brain is like overstimulated by all of this stuff, you know, and it's harder to fall asleep. So if you give yourself a half an hour of being off of the iPad, the iPhone, and the TV, it's easier to fall asleep. Now I know there will be people who say, no, I have to fall asleep with noise. I have to have the TV on. And yeah, I, I know people who say that. I'm not one of those people personally. And luckily, I'm not usually one of those people that if I turn off the TV, I'm awake for a while afterwards. And usually, as soon as the TV is off, like I can fall asleep. So I don't have any trouble with that. But I am one of those people I have to toss and turn, right? I turn from one side and then I have to turn to the other side. 
And I remember like dating a guy one time, he didn't have to, he just like, as soon as his head hit the pillow, he was asleep. I'm like, how are you doing that? Like, how do you just fall asleep? I have to toss and turn a few times before I can at least go to sleep. So one thing that sounds interesting, but is actually true, that's helpful in increasing sleep is to increase bright light exposure during the day. So get out in the sun. That actually helps you to get more sleep at night. It affects your brain, body, and hormones by helping you to stay awake during the day. So when you are exposed to bright light, your body feels more awake. So if you're more awake during the day, then that means when it's nighttime and you want to fall asleep, that you'll have an easier time falling to sleep. So older adults really need um, at least like two hours of bright light exposure during the day. And you know, that's I think one of the reasons why in the winter time you go outside and you're just like, it's so dreary and gray, at least where I live, And so you feel tired all the time in the winter. It's one of the reasons I hate winter because I always feel tired. Another tip is to reduce blue light exposure in the evening. Exposure to light in the day is beneficial, but at nighttime, it has the opposite effect. And again, that's because of the circadian rhythm. So you're tricking your brain into thinking that it's still daytime when you have bright lights on at night and that reduces melatonin which is what helps you relax and get deep sleep blue light comes from things like the smartphones and computers and those are really really bad in terms of tricking your brain into thinking that it's still daytime and you shouldn't be tired so what are some things you can do? You can actually wear glasses that block blue light. They make those blue light glasses. You can get those if you know, like, you know what, I have to work until eight o'clock at night and I have to be exposed to the laptop or whatever. You can wear those glasses to help block that blue light and that will help with your brain not thinking it's still daylight and you shouldn't be tired. You can also download an app. There's an app, it's f.lux and it blocks blue light on your laptop or computer. You can also install apps on your smartphone that block blue light. They're available on both iPhone and Android models so you can do that. Again, stop watching TV and turn off any bright lights before going to bed. I think this is interesting because I went to the zoo one time in Berlin and they had an exhibit on Um, bats and all of the animals that, you know, are the opposite of us where they are awake at night and they're asleep during the day. And so they essentially fooled the animals by making it dark in the room where you go in to see them and putting in lights, little like Christmas lights to make it look like they were stars in the sky. So all these animals were awake during the day that were not supposed to be awake during the day just because they were in a zoo and they wanted you to be able to see the animals actually doing something besides just sleeping. And I thought that was so weird, but in a way, it is kind of a brain trick to um, know that you're supposed to be awake during the day and asleep at night. And you think about people who have to work night shift. Like I always wonder, like, how do they do it? But again, they're just kind of tricking their brain and having to get into a new rhythm So you can do that, again, by blocking that blue light. I think that's interesting. 
Also, of course, they say don't consume caffeine late in the day. I've never really found caffeine to be something that really bothered me as far as sleeping. But if you are one of those people, you may want to just switch to decaf coffee or uh, decaf tea or whatever, or decaffeinated soda if you can. Also, you should not be napping during the day because that's going to, of course, I mean, it seems like, yeah, hello, if you nap during the day, you're not going to sleep at night. But, you know, sometimes people will say, well, I just want a 20-minute nap. And I just have to say that I'm very jealous of people who are able to nap because I've never been able to. I'm not one of those people. If I take a nap in the middle of the day, I wake up feeling worse than before I went to sleep. So napping is not a good thing for me. But if you're a napper and then you're like, huh, I'm not sleeping at night, maybe try not to nap. Maybe you need to go out and get in that sunlight so that you can, uh, you know, help your body to feel more awake. It's also really important that you're consistent with your sleep. So trying to go to bed at the same time. I know like you're not going to be able to because of just the way life is. You're not going to be like, oh, at 10 o'clock, everything off, I'm going right to bed. Because let's face it, life gets hectic and busy. And especially if you have kids and if your kids are like my kids, I would try to go to bed at 1030 and my daughter would come in and be like, mom, can you proofread my paper? That's due in the morning and I didn't tell you about it until right now. And now I need you to look it over. And my blood was boiling because I'm like, what? You should have told me about this earlier. Or I have a project. We need to run to Walmart and buy something as I'm in my pajamas, right? I mean, no, kids never do things like that, right? No, never. So you should try to go to sleep at the same time and try to wake up at the same time. But I know that's not always easy, but consistency does help. You can take melatonin. They have lots of different kinds of pills and even gummies I've seen that are melatonin. Melatonin is what your body produces. It's a hormone that helps you to feel sleepy. It helps you to fall asleep faster. So it is um, perfectly healthy and normal if you want to take two milligrams of melatonin before bed. Um, I know my poor niece, she's 12 now, and since the time she was probably two, she has had such a hard time going to sleep, and they've had her on melatonin. Um, but I honestly, I think her issue too is I think she has, like she's seeing things when the lights are out and it's freaking her out and that's why she doesn't sleep. So there are a lot of other substances and substances, sorry, that sounds bad. Supplements is what I meant to say. There are a lot of other supplements that you can take that induce relaxation. So ginkgo biloba is another one. Um, you can take 250 milligrams of that. 30 to 60 minutes before bed. Um, glycine is another one. If you take three grams of the amino acid glycine, it can improve your sleep quality. Valerian root is another one. Um, it can help you fall asleep and improve your sleep quality. You can take 500 milligrams of that before bed. As with everything though, you may want to check with the doctor because I don't know that any of these things mix with other um, prescription medications, but you may want to just do a little research before you start taking them. Magnesium is another uh, medicine that you can take. It's, uh, this is one though, magnesium, I will say that you need to check with your doctor before you just start taking that because taking too much can be a problem and it does react with some certain medications. And then lavender is also... It's an herb that is very powerful. It can 
get rid of headaches. It can induce calming and it helps to improve sleep. So with doTERRA, for example, you can get the lavender essential oil and I just would diffuse some. Actually, what I do is when I take my bath at night, because I usually take a bath like a couple of hours before I go to sleep, I would put a couple of drops of the lavender essential oil in my bath and maybe even some Epsom salt. And then I just relax while I'm taking the bath. And that helps me to relax later too. But you can also diffuse it in a diffuser to help you experience that relaxation. And the other thing that you can do is doTERRA has capsules and they're called um, Serenity. And they're available in capsule and it's also available in just an essential oil form. I think it's the same price for both. I'm not really sure though, but... I have both, and I gave my mom the Serenity capsules to take when she was having trouble sleeping, and she said it helped her a lot, and I diffuse the Serenity essential oil in my diffuser at night. It smells really good. I know there's lavender in that, and it does help me to go to sleep, so those essential oils and those other natural herbs are really good for helping you to sleep, but another thing is you need to be moving during the day, you know, get some exercise and also watch what you're eating because sometimes foods that we eat can cause us to feel not so great. I know my brother, I feel really sorry for him sometimes because he has such stomach issues. And I know the reason that he has stomach issues is because what is allowed to be put in our food in the U.S. because when he went to Europe, he ate everything and nothing bothered his stomach. And here, he eats things and he just gets these terrible, like he gets stomach aches and then he gets acid reflux and it's really bad. And then sour stomach too, he gets that as well. And so if you're that type of person, it's, it's like it's worse at night. And when he lays down, especially if you have acid reflux, when he would lay down, all of that acid feels like it's moving up through your chest and into your throat and all of that. And it's terrible. I used to get acid reflux, but I take peppermint oil. And I also take Digestzyme, which we have um, through doTERRA, is really, really good. Um, I take it, I have a roll, I made a rollerball of that. Digestzen is the name of it. And I put it all over my stomach and I also take it internally too. And I've seen that that's helped a lot with stomach issues. Also drinking alcohol though at night kind of keeps you awake, even though it's a depressant and it does make you feel sleepy, but you don't rest as much. You don't get quality sleep. So trying maybe to avoid that, like with caffeine, maybe trying to avoid drinking it that close to bedtime. Um, but also making sure your bedroom environment, this seems like a no-brainer, but a lot of us don't really take that much time to make sure our bedrooms are set up in a way that's really conducive to sleep. And a couple of things could be temperature. So making sure that you're not too hot or too cold, because if you're like me, I'm one of those people, like, even if it's summertime, I want to have the covers all the way up to my face, and I want to be just wrapped up in covers because it makes me feel safe, right? With like one foot sticking out, of course. But in order to do that, I need it to be cooler in my bedroom. And in the wintertime, of course, I want it to be a little bit warmer because I want to feel all snuggly, right? So making sure your temperature is right, making sure you don't have a lot of noise or external lights, 
Also, mattress quality is another thing. And I'm not one of those people that had like millions of dollars to spend on a mattress, right? I mean, some of my family members around me, they're like, oh, I bought this like sort of bed, number bed, and you can adjust the sleep number and it raises and lowers. I'm like, man, all you people have so much money to spend on a mattress, you know, like mine was just a whatever regular mattress they had and I've had it for a while. But one thing you can do to make it more comfortable is I bought the pillow topper. I bought a foam, a memory foam, just, it was like $99 pad to go on top. And then I bought a, like a pillow top bed, like mattress topper to go on top of that. And that's really comfortable for me. So I didn't have to buy like a $2,000 bed and it's still comfortable. So, um, another thing is eating late in the evening. And again, uh, that's the stomach issue stuff too, because if you eat late and things don't settle, you can not feel great and, you know, have a stomach ache or even just to me, sometimes it just feels heavy and then it's hard for me to go to sleep if I feel that way. Relax and clear your mind. Sometimes one of the reasons we can't get to sleep is because we can't shut our brain off. It's like we lay down and all of a sudden the weirdest things will just pop into your head and you're like, why am I thinking of that? I'm trying to go to sleep. Why am I wondering what my Aunt Tilda is doing over in Denmark? You know, I mean, I don't really have an Aunt Tilda in Denmark, but you got it. You're like, what? Why is that popping into my head? Or why am I thinking about cheetahs and why are they the fastest animal you know just random stupid things will pop into your head because you're trying to go to sleep so if that happens another thing that is really shown to improve sleep is to do meditations obviously Um, a relaxing massage is good so if you have a really awesome partner who will give you a little massage before you go to bed that'd be great or you can just go pay to have one like I have to do Um, yoga is really good to help before going to sleep. And I know I've always told you guys, like, I'm not super into yoga and I wish I were, but I really just am not. But I did find a yoga video on YouTube and it was just relaxing yoga before bed and it was only 10 minutes and it's just stretches that you do. And I did it one night before bed and it was amazing because when I went to bed, I fell right asleep. I was so tired and it was like doing those stretches really helped make me feel even more tired. And here's another thing. I talked about this. I made a YouTube video about how to, um, how to let go of anxiety. And one of the things I talked about is, or no, you know what it was? I talked about this on my Facebook live. That's what it was. So what you can do is take two fingers and start around your eye and you start making figure eights over your eye, around your nose and over your eye. So it's like a figure eight around both eyes. And you just keep doing that and then you'll start yawning. And what it does is it resets your central nervous system. So that also can, you know, that overthinking, that'll take you out of that. And another thing you can do is cross your arms and grab your, like put your hand on each arm and then run your hands up and down your arms from your shoulder to your elbows, like you're hugging yourself. And you keep doing that. And you'll notice you'll start yawning when you do that. It relaxes you. And again, it's another thing that kind of resets your central nervous system. So taking a hot bath 
90 minutes before bed can improve your sleep quality. And again, I would throw some essential oil in there and maybe some Epsom salt and just make it very relaxing. If you don't wanna take a full bath, you can also just soak your feet. You can get some of those, I have a foot bath here, but you can also get those just buckets. You know, they're, um, they're kind of square in shape and you can buy them, they're plastic, and they are big enough that you can fit both of your feet in them. So you could put some really hot water, Epsom salt, and a couple of drops of essential oil in that. You could either do lavender, but sometimes peppermint oil is kind of good for aches too, so you could do that as well. Just soak your feet in there and really, really relax. Also, another thing to think about is not drinking liquids too close to bedtime because as we get older, our bladders cannot hold things as well, um, especially if you've had children and you've been pregnant, you know that that kind of sits on your bladder as well and the bladder tends to not hold as much or you have to go more often. And if you're drinking a lot of liquids before bed, you're going to be up all night going to the bathroom. So maybe reduce the amount of liquid you take in after a certain time. So maybe like at eight o'clock after that, I'm not going to drink anything else because I will be up all night using the bathroom. You also want to make sure that you not getting enough sleep isn't due to something like sleep apnea because that could be a very dangerous thing. So if you feel like you're not getting enough sleep and you're doing everything and it has to do with the breathing, you know, that's cutting off your breathing a little bit, you may want to ask your doctor and get into a sleep study to see, you know, why is this happening and, and is there anything you can do about it? I want to also talk about some other essential oils you can use. I talked about lavender, but you can also use chamomile. You can have some chamomile tea, maybe do it, you know, before eight o'clock so you're not up to the bathroom all night, but you can um, take some of that. The clary sage oil is also good for sleep. And also the bergamot, which I have that too, which is also supposed to be good for opening your heart chakra. I need to do just a an entire episode to essential oils because there's so many. I mean, I have to do multiple because there's so many uses for these essential oils and they're so great. I love it. You know, we found out everything that was going on with my mom and immediately we're like, what oils can she start taking? So we have her on turmeric and we have her on um, Zendocrine, which is another capsule that doTERRA makes and it's supposed to be good for the liver. Um, you know, and if you're having issues with your liver, gallbladder, pancreas, those are the oils that are really supposed to help with that. Plus we have her on frankincense for the cancer and just all of these things. And she, we're just pumping her with things. But um, I truly do believe that they work and it's helpful. And, you know, I'm just the type of person that if I can treat something holistically, I would rather do that. But I also really appreciate medicine and how far science has come and what they're able to do now. And I'm totally impressed that they're doing immunotherapy with my mom. I think that's so cool. And they've been very positive and hopeful about the results. So fingers crossed and prayers going up that that's going to work for her to shrink the tumor. All right, guys. Well, I hope that that was helpful for you. And I hope you get a good night's sleep tonight. Um, I pulled two cards for you for today. 
The first card I pulled is from the Butterfly Oracle Cards by Doreen Virtue, and it's Get Some Rest. And I know you're like, really? You pulled that card? Yes, I did. Uh, I want to read from the book, though, because this isn't really a deck that I use very well. Obviously, we know Get Some Rest means make sure that you're getting plenty of sleep at night. But I would like to see what the extended meaning is. All right. So your message here is this card comes to you because your energy and mood haven't been as high as you'd like. You've been pushing yourself to keep going even when you're tired. Now it's time to balance your busy times with some relaxation. This is the natural cycle of all living beings, so there's no need to feel guilty because you'll now get some much-needed rest. During your uh, naps and nocturnal cycle, do pay attention to insights that come to you. After all, when you are asleep, so is your ego, making it much easier for divine messages to reach you. Pay attention to your body's signals, which may call for changes in your diet, lifestyle, and exercise program, if you still feel tired and drained after resting. Sometimes seeing a licensed healthcare or mental health professional is the best path to recovering your energy and your enthusiasm for life. So some additional meanings are that you should start delegating to others and asking for help and accepting it when it's offered. Not always easy for all of us to do, is it? Detox from any energy-depleting substances. Feng Shui, your bedroom for optimal sleep. And detach from whatever you've been chasing and give it a rest. All right, I love that message. Your second message is from the... Crazy Sexy Love Notes deck by Chris Carr, and it's Embrace Your Sensitivity. And there is a deer and some red roses on the cover of the card that might be a message or a sign for somebody. Your sensitivity is the sacred gateway to your intuition. It's that special receptive radar that picks up energy and signals. In fact, your sensitivity is one of your greatest assets and the key to your survival. The more you connect with it, the more miracles and synchronicities you'll attract. So another message that I think um, I'm being given to tell you and why I did this whole podcast episode about sleep is because I think the universe is trying to give some of you signs and synchronicities and messages and you're not getting it because you're too tired. You're not getting enough rest. And so when you don't get enough rest, you aren't listening to your intuition as much and you're not as in tune and in contact with the with spirit, with divine and with your guides. So this is telling you, you need to take some time out and rest so that you can start being better at listening to your intuition, start trusting it more, start trusting the messages and signs you're receiving from spirit because it is a message for you. You are getting signs as this is the right way to go. This is the wrong way to go, but you may not be listening to them because you're too tired. So it's time to rest, relax, and get back into alignment with spirit. All right, guys, I love that. It's a great message for all of you. I want to thank you so much for being here with me today. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave me a review from wherever you're listening. Leave me some stars on iTunes. I would really appreciate that. Please share this podcast with others if you think that they would enjoy it. 
And if you would like to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you'll find all of the services I offer and you can book directly from the website. You'll just purchase it from the offerings page. And when you're ready to schedule, you contact me and we will pick a day and a time. And all of my sessions are done online through Zoom. So you can be in the comfort of your own home. Don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at 6.30 Central on Facebook. I do a free card reading. And if you make it there for the live and you want a card, I will pull one for you as well. Thank you so much for being here with me. As always, I am sending you so much love and light from wherever you're listening. I hope you have a beautiful day and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.